Skunk it. and stuff. Yeah, they built the towers, aye. But that must have been the faffy bit. Like, presumably the walls are right. But then, like, they get to the fucking tower and they're like, oh, we've got to build another tower. It's going to take so much longer to put up. I don't know. Once you've built that higher wall, does it matter, the tower? And then is the inside of the wall is hollow. Well, the, like, the inside... Like, yeah. The, you got yeah. your towers, those yeah. are obviously, you're knocking about in the tower, but the inside of the wall, is that hollow? What do you, what do you mean the inside of the wall? Like, yeah, like, yeah. So it's not, like, it's not, like, look, imagine an Easter egg, right? <laughs> okay. So you've got a hollow Easter egg, you yeah. bite into it, you can see inside. All right. Is that? I don't know. I'm gonna surprise you here. My right. is architecture the of the Great right. War of China is extremely yeah. limited hollow. knowledge. Uh, I don't know if I'll keep this in. I wanted to seem intelligent when talking about the Great Wall in this podcast, but I'm not so sure. Is the Great Well, apparently I'm not the only person, because on the 8th of November 2011, um, Yahoo user... Uh, his name was just China? His name was China. Yahoo user China asked, is the Great... Surely he, yeah. so, Do you surely think he knows. <laughs> Do you think it was China double-checking? <laughs> It was. <laughs> they were like, "Should we go check?" Like, oh, just put it in Yahoo. Surely someone, someone knows. Know. Yeah. Um, is compacted earth covered with bricks? So it's not hollow. I have no idea. But then in the movie, are they not just knocking about the hollow corridors? Yeah, I guess so. How? Space. I mean, look how accurate was it? We'll certainly get into that. Because <laughs> when they started having all these mechanisms, these big catapults and stuff, like coming out from under trap doors and stuff, I was like, I'm not sure how much of this is historic. <laughs> then again, it's a big wall, isn't it? Like, it's long. Aye. How long is it? It's like, really long, isn't it? Isn't it like, well, didn't it say like 270 miles or something? Is it two hundred? As far as just two hundred and seventy miles, I guess. Yeah, two hundred and seventy miles is is the Great Wall of China. Two hours. It's two hours. It's talking about the movie. That's <laughs> 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 so what I mean. Like at the moment, you can't type in any Great it's Wall. It's because you keep putting the Great Wall, but the Great no, Wall of China. I mean, how long is the Great Wall of China? <laughs> so <laughs> fuck you, Daddy. Two hours. <laughs> two hours. Fucking. You know what? Uh, is it one of the eight, uh, seven wonders of the world? Because it said it was one of the most withstanding wonders, and I was like, "Is the great, it, great world of change?" Yeah, it's one yeah. of the wonders. It's fucking, it's got to be. It's Surely, like, yeah. That's what I thought. It's because like, the pyramids is one, like the Alexander Lighthouse and stuff. Isn't there one that there's one that I thought was one, <laughs> and then it turned out. I feel like we had a conversation. Yeah, it turned out to not be. King was Kong it, doesn't count. Wasn't the Eiffel? No, because the Eiffel Tower was built in 1923. So it's not the... Or it was about 1920. Mm. That's not one of the wonders. No. I mean, I guess, like, fucking anyone could chuck up an Eiffel Tower. Can... <laughs> the Eiffel Tower... I mean, Donald Trump's going to give the Great Wall of China a run for his money. Aye. But... But Mexico will pay for it. Yeah. Um, but, like, the Eiffel Tower was never built to last. It was never supposed to last. It was, only, it was only temporary. Huh. 
the oh. Great Pyramid of Giza, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, uh, Temple of... Uh, oh, this is where I'm being dyslexic. It's not going to help. Okay. Uh, temple... Uh, I can't even pronounce that word. Colossal... None of them say Wall of China. That must be it, then. Like, that must be what... Like, that must be the one that we think is in it, but yeah, it's not. The Great Wall of China. How can the Great Wall of China not be one of the wonders? Surely just make it eight. <laughs> just make it the no, eight wonders. No, because King Kong is the eight It's wonder. not the Oscar nominations. <laughs> you can have as many as you want. Nonsense. The Temple of Artemis at... Euphies? How uncultured are the we? The ma- Mausoleum of Halic... Carnassus. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> the Colossus of Rhodes and the Lighthouse of Alexandria. How uncultured are we? Well, there we go. Uh, yeah, very, apparently, <laughs> is the um, issue. Uh, what I wanted to know, Danny, is, you know, the all these big world things, you know, Great Wall of China. Yeah. It turns out they're keeping out monsters. Uh, in the movie Tomorrowland, Turns out the Eiffel Tower is like oh, yeah. it's a spaceship or like it's got a spaceship in it. The, like the back of the Declaration of Independence is a treasure map. Yep. So what I'm asking Danny is uh, the statue of Jesus in Rio. What do you think that's really about? I think it actually might be Jesus. I think. He's like just he's a giant Jesus turned into stone. I think it actually turns out to be you know how his arms are out like that? You know those things you used to open wine bottles? You used to get the cork out? Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Just... keeping, it's, one day it's going to be used to open a, the giant wine ball that is life. Aww. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's really nice. Or either that or it turns, it starts spinning really fast and turns into some sort of helicopter. <laughs> Which, just get a helicopter. Like, <laughs> I'd have to be a but it was made in ancient times <laughs> they didn't know they didn't have micro technology then yeah yeah <laughs> nonsense nonsense um yeah what's up people what's well, up I people? spoke over you yeah well you want <laughs> we both had the same idea there I hope iTunes are listening I'm gonna to write oh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah that's so at the time of recording this one, the podcast is not on iTunes. No. But it's currently waiting. It's currently being, being verified. So, apparently someone does listen to it. Oh, no. According to the internet. Just two guys talk about films. So, like, I hope whoever has listened to it, I hope he's enjoying it. Aye. If they listen to the most recent one, it's Deep Blue Sea. But this one could which be... Which is actually not the most recent one. The most recent one technically is Split. Aye. But... We don't release the them way, in order. We don't release these in order. <laughs> I just do it when I can be faffed. Really. But, um, but they, if we release this one, maybe they won't have reviewed it by the time we've released this one. That's true. So maybe the guy... What if he hasn't seen the Great... What if he has to listen and he hasn't seen the Great Wall? And he's, and he's they're like, so annoyed. He's like, I don't want to get it spoiled for me. And they're like, you have to listen to this. Uh, should we apologise Right throughout this podcast, man from iTunes, iTunes, if you're listening, or woman, or woman, <laughs> or, iTunes or gender neutral, that's it. Maybe a, a zebra. <laughs> iTunes don't discriminate. Aye. What's up? <laughs> are you gonna? I, so if we're going by that sort of logic, are we even allowed to say people of Peopleton? Because there might be animals listening. Mm. 
I'm going to make it clear up top. I have a cold, so I may talk <laughs> lots of nonsense for this episode. We're well, already eight minutes in. I'm going to say... We've not pe- said a thing. I'm going to stick to people of Peopleton because it just feels right at this point. Okay, so not... What's up? Species of species. Yeah, because you're not saying what's up men and women. No, I'm I'm, I'm keeping the, the genders neutral. What's up, people of Peopleton? Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. I am your host, Danny Jones, and... I wanted to make a Great Wall of China joke, but I was really scared I'd make a racist one. Oh, Scott Morrison! It's going to be dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be a, a, a thin... I didn't want to, like, stereotype. Like, it's going to be a thin wall to walk, isn't it? Balance and act. That's what we're going to have to be here. But, I mean, anything that we said that came off as racist, it's 100% by accident. i racist. I'm all about it. We're people all about of the everybody. World. People of Peopleton. We we That's seen... what the world's called. Aye, people we we love everyone. Everyone. But then people Peopleton, if that's what we call the world, that's leaving out all the animals. And spect- spectral beings, ghosts and that. I apologize to the person who has to review this on iTunes if you are an animal. If I you were to make a really PC podcast. Right. That'd be tough. <laughs> what's <Thank> up you <laughs> not assuming anything about you just you're a person presumably <laughs> ah, I feel triggered I'm pretty triggered right now uh, let's get, get into it yeah. because of nine minutes well I'll cut this out bit maybe also I don't know what's happening I'm <laughs> so ill I'm glad we're only doing one <laughs> this is uh, our review of the Great Wall the 2017 I don't know why I had to stipulate the date it's, it's the year it's this year uh, the recent film with Matt Damon and this is a big film in terms of uh, what what could end up being movie history because this is like the big um, the first big attempt for China to join yeah. the movie market yeah so I was talking to a guy at work about that yesterday because he was like, oh, it's typical like American, just you make a movie about, you know, China, but they're just casting a white guy. And I was like, well, actually, well, actually it had to be that guy. But I was like, yeah, it's a Chinese movie. Aye. but It's Chinese American co-production, but overall it's a Chinese movie. Definitely. I think if like Matt Damon wasn't in it, it wouldn't be getting no. the release it's getting right now. That's kind of the sad truth of it because like people will say that. Do you know, I thought, Right off the top, I thought Matt Damon was supposed to be playing a Chinese person. I didn't realise yeah. he wasn't playing now, a Chinese person. Now, this was person. where I... What accent's he doing? Uh, Irish-Scottish. Irish is what he's doing. He's trying to do But Irish. is he not meant to be from Spain? I don't think he's meant to be from Spain. It was just an odd accent, and I could not place it. Sometimes it, really it sounded strange. Spanish, sometimes it sounded Irish, and sometimes it just kind of sounded American, and I was like, oh... This is not good. This no, not it good was man. it was a bit of a struggle for Matt Damon. Yeah, but um, do you want to give like a basic plot? Yes. What was that about? Uh, Matt Damon and his um, Spanish friend, Spanish co-art urban. Is uh, the like Viper to... from Game of Thrones? Oh, is it? And also the detective from Narcos. Yeah, I'm a TV so, boy too. Right. I don't just watch these movies, mate. Right. I don't just like my media condensed into two hours. Sometimes no, I like it spread across. Sort of ten. Well, Matt Damon and his friend are travelling across China when they come across guess what? The Great Wall of China. They do that. <laughs> they uh they find out that the Great Wall of China is keeping back more than the f- historical thing that we already know that it's supposed to be keeping back. It's keeping back 
aliens. Aliens, which surprised me. Like, I thought it would just be some sort of ancient monster that they didn't understand. But they were like, no, like a comet came down carrying aliens. They, like, semi-believed it was (laughs) by the gods, but, like, the film just implies that it's just aliens. Yeah. I mean, you can say anything's by the gods if you're religious, aren't you? (laughs) It was sent down by the gods. It's like, nah, was it? Simpler time, they. Um, yeah, like I thought Matt Damon was going to be playing a Chinese character, which I was like, they, it's yeah. it's less because it's always the big difference between Ghost in the Shell and um, Great War, which are doing the similar thing where they've cast, cast a white person as like what would be traditionally um, uh, a role made for someone else. But um, the Ghost in the Shell is obviously an American film. Mm. That's where the problem comes in. Mm. Uh, Max Landis had a whole video about it where he was like, there is nobody of like American-Japanese descent who could hold a film as big as that. Yeah. It's very, it's kind of semi-rare for a genre film like that to be held up by a female actress's mm. name. It's only Scarlett Johansson's only recently proved that she could hold up a whole mm. film on her own. Um Whereas like that's kind of got some dodgy implications and stuff, and you understand, I understand Max Landis's point, but it is come down to that idea of then, as an industry, we should be promoting some of these names so that they can hold their yeah. own films. But like that's an issue. That's like a long-term fundamental issue rather than um, the current issue of just whitewashing things. Yeah. But like Great Wall is different because it's China they've, <clears throat> they've chosen that this is what mm. they wanted to do well like chosen it's a strong way of putting it because really if they want to be considered as a serious film in like the Hollywood market they need a Hollywood player yeah I do wonder if it's just that because they have so much money behind it it's such a huge production they're like well we need to get it to as wide a population as Aye. we can so bung some bung the Game of Thrones boy in it Willem Dafoe <laughs> Um, Matt Damon <laughs> like because China is a big bigger market when you if you mm. follow the big blockbuster films China is a huge that's yeah thing. and like a lot of them are catered to the Chinese market there's an well. alternative scene at the um, end of Iron Man 3 where basically Iron Man just goes around China to see just goes and hangs out how, how great China is do you know that um, in, the, in the movie Looper um, you know the guy like Jeff Daniels tells Joseph Gunn-Levitt's character that he should go to China, but he wants to go to Paris, and okay. then he does end up going to China. That's because China offered to fund a big chunk of the movie if they shot a little bit of it in China. Wow. So that's why it's set in China. It was initially supposed to be Paris. Like, that was the goal. That's how much of an influence they yeah. have. Um, Which that's kind of a smaller movie, but like, you know... Changed like Bruce a big, Willis it changed a big setting, like Aye. it changed a big part of the the setting. It's a film that had Bruce Willis in. Of course, it was going to have. Yeah, he's like a sellable name. Yeah, it's so they're 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 a big big deal, and like if they want to start making their own films, it's like this is this is this is the official. This is almost for yeah. for this incarnation of it. This is where they start. Yeah, um, I think this is probably where we could start getting into it. Um, I think like most of the ones we've done about new films. We haven't really we have because we haven't spoken about it since we left the cinema. No, so we don't really know who likes it and who doesn't like it or whatnot. Aye. So we'll just kind of talk about it, see what happens. Aye. Um, but I guess like to get into it, like we'll just bloody start where we start. Like it's a Chinese film. It felt very un-American. Un-American. If you get like 
watching it, it, it like it, yeah, it didn't feel like an American blockbuster. Okay. In terms of the way it was shot and things like that, like especially the dialogue, they do not leave breathing room. It is like person says a line, person says a line, person says a line, person says a line. Like there's no dramatic pauses or anything. It's just like very very fast paced. I see what you mean in that sort of, I. Because I'm not sure. Because I think the bigger ones that sell over in China are more like Transformers and stuff. Yeah, so maybe it's kinda... more um, spectacle based. And yeah, that's like maybe, maybe that's what. Uh, like it's hard to tell from this point. Um, from an early point of view, it'd be easy to say any assumptions for what China might bring to like this big global movie market. Maybe it will bring a more stylized um, like films, or maybe it will bring diversity in all sorts of films, which is starting off with big blockbuster that are really really stylized. Um, I yes, there is kind of like it. I know what you mean. It's like it doesn't have the subtlety that maybe Hollywood has had as an advantage for being a big movie production mm. um, factory for decades and decades. Well, since nineteen seventy-five, that was like the first blockbuster Jaws. Like since nineteen seventy-five, Hollywood has had all of that time to make like uh, integrate uh, and and everyday and stuff and kind of make more subtlety in it allow themselves like breathing time and stuff like that um so maybe maybe that's where that comes from yeah maybe, uh, maybe it's kind of like a, a baby step or maybe it's the stylistic of the director it's kind of hard to brand this all as this is what china was film yeah. will be like when it's only the first one and it's from a first director um so yeah it's, but it is interesting it's more spectacle based mm. but just could just be the kind of film it is there does also seem to be that kind of there you know there's in chinese culture it's very built around honor and um, things like that and that's like a, a big hit like point of that film a lot of the time where it like and i feel like it's in quite a lot of kind of chinese based movies where it's like well we don't think you're gonna do it because you're afraid to do it like do you you're... think that um <clears throat> that is china um how it likes to present itself or do you reckon how that's how we identify china and china's using maybe maybe because we do often because the whole thing is like um back when we used to make loads of fantasy films about um like the sort of um asian culture it was more more based on the fact we didn't we were only just uh, as a culture starting to integrate with eastern society Mm. so we fantasized it a lot we were oh there's um, if if there's going to be magic anywhere in the world, it'll be in the east side where we haven't been very much. This is back like decades ago when that's when we started making those sorts of films. Those sorts of films where, like, uh, it was wise old Chinese men and stuff like mm-hmm. stuff that now we go that's kind of ridiculous because we're we we because we're a globalized culture. We know that like everything's just like everyone's the same nobody's hiding any mystical talent anywhere obviously like we're all obviously just human beings and that's absolutely fine but like back then it was like um we were more unsure about it and we're like um maybe even in like a subconsciously racist way even if it's not overtly racist we were setting stuff like that in places like china and japan because we just weren't as aware of them and that's why dr strange kind of toes that line really Mm. carefully because it's like it's trying it's doing a film about the mystical but it's trying not to make it too like racist oriental which is scrutable man aye because that's that's the thing about um what was her name fuck i forgot her name um in the great wall in in doctor strange Um, like casting her because casting her would like is the difference but um was the difference between a chinese old chinese man racist in um 
in brackets, uh, inverted commas. Um, and oh, where's my where's my thought? Where's it gone? Oh no, he's lost it. Uh, and casting a, a white female. Um, so like, it's not you can't give it to a white man because then it'll be whitewashing. But if you give it to a um, someone who's um, uh, a Asian, then you'd be like fall into a stereotype. So Doctor Strange had to um, really carefully go on on that line. Yeah. Um, so. Like there, there might be this idea that um, we have those identities that we've used in films. We've kind of integrated them into films, and we've seen that that we have this cultural idea of what China people are like, mm-hmm. um, and we end up uh, and they end up making their first film and go, "Well, this is how we present ourselves to market ourselves." Yeah, that's not what I'm saying is happening. I'm saying, could that be what's happening? Because it is almost seem over, too apt for like. The third, like this big budget Chinese film, Chinese film to come out, and it to be about that sort of honor and trust, yeah. honor and trust. Like as we've built that culture for them, uh, like we've built that eye image of their culture. Yeah, it's just always kind of that thing of like, if you if you can't, oh, what, what you're not going to do it? What are you chicken? Yeah, and then they do it, and then it's like they're fair, they're praised highly and they're rewarded because you can <laughs> shoot the ball real good. They you you uh, bow to peer pressure. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, as a film on its own uh, it was fun I yeah it's kind of all it's got going for it isn't it I what it's kind of like it's very sort of typical genre film Mm. in terms of story Uh, visual I think there's a, a lot going on that's really interesting but like in terms of story you're not got much more than the genre film Um, it starts you get introduced to the wall you get introduced to the creatures fairly early on um, as soon as they get to the wall, it's almost like, "Hey, here's the creatures, batter and batter." It's pretty quick, yeah. It's a pretty quick turnover. From Aye, they don't, they don't, they don't really have on. that Jaws mentality of wait for yeah. halfway through the film before. No, they were like, "Here's the monster," and it's not even like, "Here's one." It's like, "Here's just." Aye, they hit you with all, all of them. these motherfuckers. Like, uh, so they have that the basic of that genre story going on and. Um, they do mix up I'm thankful that they mixed it up by having the climax set in the capital city yeah because it would have watching another wall siege would have been too much like yeah Um, I do think they do a lot to distinguish the two wall siege they they are obviously over exaggerating like all of what China had at that time in weaponry but it is really cool to watch their imaginative uh, um, imaginative uh, weaponry that they have in both the sieges I don't think they use the same tactic twice they uh, in the first one they um, I'm trying to think what they had in the first well, one well they have because I wanted to talk about they have that they, they have a sort of bungee jump yeah, system bungee jump. which it's I thought was mental. very impractical it's very mental because some of them later on in the film this doesn't seem to happen later on in the film these fuckers are taking arrows from every which way and are still charging forward but in that kind of initial bit you're seeing ones get hit by one arrow and they're going down so it's like surely you just aim your arrow over the wall and shoot them as opposed to this very <laughs> drawn out complex system where a woman bungee jumps down and stabs them with spears and then comes up and it's like when you just watch in the grand scheme of it she's bungee jumping down into a pit of like thousands of them and she's taken out one maybe every minute or so aye it's uh it seemed like a very impractical system there were, there were so many impractical just weaponry. chuck spears just bung the spears <laughs> off the fucking wall like 
But I liked that they had that to distinguish it because they had the bungee jump for the first siege, and then the second siege it was almost like an abseil round with sword fighting, and they took away some of the wall so that they yeah. could fight with swords there. Uh, no, they had the fucking motor thing where they chopped them in half. Yeah, in which was really cool. But I was I, like, why didn't they bust that out in the first fight? Big, um, it's like that kind of Pacific Rim thing where they have a big battle and then at the end he whaps out a sword. It's like, why have you been using that? I from a filmmaking perspective, it's clearly just to make sure that they're different. But no, it did work. They did. They were quite distinctive. Like it wasn't. By the time you got to the second one, I wasn't like, oh fuck, like here we go again. We've, yeah, we've already seen this it. again. Yeah. Aye. Um what um, did you think of in terms of the monsters recently there was a tweet went out they posted a tweet and they were like y'all buzzing for it it's gonna be good and they posted this clip and it looked like the monster had been unrendered and uh, it was just like this weird green looking there and it just it clearly stuck out from the environment and then they took that down because obviously they were like I, well people sort of thought like oh they must have fucked up they must have posted like an unrider clip watching that bit in the film i was like it's not much no different they're very heavy on the scene well they are literally just all cg CGI. like there's no which is understandable when you have like effectively a hive mentality of them where there's like a thousand of them all moving at the same time it makes sense to cg but like it's not even like one where you see them close up and then you get a little practical tom I... going on straight up like it's a weird green it's an interesting thought because cartoon <laughs> do you think there is still original alien designs to be had or do you think that we're just not getting them well I mean they that was kind of a, I mean the look of them was original I get the whole bee thing's been done like a because it just it kept reminding me of World War Z it, like the fucking Independence Day way out of if you take out the main thing you they'll all stop I always think about that as a Phantom Menace it's like take out that donut spaceship thing and you'll all the droids will just start working Avengers take out the main ship and yeah. they'll all just collapse they'll all collapse Independence Day as well as I said like if you take out the mother ship they'll they'll get a signal but this one was weird um, because they they, 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 beyond, t- they tell you like okay if you if you kill the queen they'll all freeze uh and like you know because they won't know what to do and yeah. i was like okay that yeah okay you kill the queen they no longer have instructions they don't know what they're doing i didn't think it literally meant <laughs> they would freeze on the spot i thought it would just mean like they'd kind of stand about being like what the fuck do we do no like because they show you the one so there's a plot twist in the film where turns out if you put a magnet within about 10 feet of it that fucks up its hearing so it can no longer receive instructions so it just kind of goes to sleep but like at the end when they killed the queen like they didn't go to sleep they literally just freeze yeah and it looked so awkward and weird and i was like i would have rather had them all just kind of look about being like what the fuck do we do now but like they they freeze to the point where like there's a big tower of them at one point they're all climbing a tower and they all just start like ragdolling over each other I was like, this is weird. Because then it kind of, I guess it makes it as if like, you know, if a queen bee dies in the hive, the bees, well, I guess the bees die, don't they? Well. Not immediately. But it's like, <coughs> so it basically is that they are all just an extension of the queen. Aye. That she's like a mother brain or something. Yeah. There's no like individuality to it. Not that there needs to be their monsters, but I'm so ill. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... Like, 
Not that there needs to be. I don't know. It just seemed like the like. Yeah. When the queen is the only thing you've got to deal with, and it's like, well, then they just freeze on the spot. It's just not good. <laughs> no, um, it, um, it uh, it's been done so much that it's just. Um, I think that was Star Trek Beyond as well. I think Star Trek Beyond had the uh, signal they had to interfere yeah. with with the plague, and I, it just there's got to be a new way to do it. There's got to be a new way to defeat aliens. I think it's so much more. Um, it has so much more weight to it if you don't have that quick way out. Because yeah. like, because as soon as they were like, oh, if you kill the kill the queen and the the rest will they'll all yeah, die. because we're yeah, we're like, someone well, like poof. Avengers. It's like, well, we'll just be fighting forever aye but yeah it doesn't make sense like with Avengers we'll, we'll talk about that I guess with Avengers like what yeah they they close the wormhole like why can't they if the wormhole clo- wormhole closes but then the ones that are on earth they're aye. still alive and you just fucking take them all out aye, like, you take them it's out. just that quick thing of like the big one died and then they all did that, like, it wraps up all loose yeah. ends and it's like it doesn't need to be so aggressively wrapping everything yeah. up which I guess is like you don't want to drag it out but I don't know, just a bit more. I was going to say realism, but we're talking about fucking aliens and monsters. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's something, something a bit more weight to it. Like even if the film was to end on, well, now we've taken out the queen, the rest of them are disenfranchised, so they'll never be as strategic. And we still have to fight them, guys. We yeah. still there. And Matt Damon's like, "Whoa, I'll help you. I'll help you fight the rest of them." And and then it's the continuing adventures. Okay, so here's the thing. Then we're talking about that kind of theme of pride. Matt Damon's a very proud character in it. He's like, I'm going to stay and help them. Guy from Narcos, though, he's like, tries to rob them (laughs) and runs away. But then at the end, they're all just like... So yeah, he tries to rob them. He fucks it and ends up becoming their prisoner. But then at the end, they're just like, oh, just let him go. Ho, ho. And they're all laughing and he just gets to go with them. And I'm like, kind of, doesn't that go against, like... Aye. It's not weird. I was like, no, that guy needs like what if he's just getting off with it? What was the point in that whole plotline? If he just gets away with it, because he's effectively kind of becomes like a sub villain. Because I guess they have to make a more human interaction, mm. so he kind of becomes like a sub villain. But then at the end, they're just like, no, it's it's fine. Like, just let him off. There needs to be more consequence. Like otherwise, what was the point in that whole? Plot but it's line? weird because he, he as a sub villain, go. He still comes and tries to save Matt Damon. When Matt Damon goes over yeah. the wall, when like there's a bit where Matt Damon um, decides that to try and capture one, of, he goes over the wall to try and capture one of the aliens so that they can test <clears> on it, and uh, everything's going wrong. And his um, Spanish cult Urban comes over and and helps him, saves his life. But you're like, do you call him Spanish Carl Urban? I feel like he reminds me of Carl Urban, <laughs> especially as he feels very much like Bones. Um, when we, with his very sort yeah. of, he's um, had that same mustache in everything I've seen him in. Like, they're, they're, he always just has the mustache. Amazing. Um, he comes over and saves his life. So, like, even though he's supposed to be maybe this sub villain, he still risks his life. He still has. Yeah, pride. I guess so. But then it's like. But yeah, yeah, there should be like a consequence. Are <laughs> you saying lots of words? Consequence. Don't know what that's about. What did you think of Matt Damon? Accent was bad. Hated that. Yeah. We've talked about that though. Um, I mean, everyone's fine in it. Yeah, no one really Maybe. stands like out. Like I said, everybody's so... The personalities are so kind of blown up and stuff. And it's also weird and... 
cartoony and it's, I didn't really give a, I didn't really connect to anybody. No. No. Willem Dafoe's knocking about, he's also being a bit of a cunt. It's like, he's a bizarre character. He was a bizarre character. He felt kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as if we just want to nerve a big But that whole plot of them, like, again, it just, that, that plot of, yeah, there's a, the there's guy a from Narcos stealing stuff. It just felt so. There is a there's this whole subplot of the film where the reason Matt <clears throat> Damon and Spanish Co Urban are coming to China is because um, they want black powder, which is gunpowder, mm-hmm. um, and they heard it exists here, and so they're coming to find it so they can get rich over um, bringing gunpowder to all these different places. Uh-huh. And it's a plot that stays very, mm. like, very religiously throughout the whole film. Despite the fact aliens are there around these uh, Spanish co-urban. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's very, they're all, uh, even uh, Willem Dafoe, who's been in the Great Wall of China for 25 years, mm. is still really obsessed with getting the gunpowder out. Yeah, it just seemed like a plot that they kept cutting back to. And I was like, who? There's so much more pressing matters at hand here. Which guys. is, I guess, is Matt Damon's arc. He's like, there's more pressing mat- matters than, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's still something that the other guys come over. Yeah. Which I guess is like an alternative to like, the Great War of China is filled with treasure. Oh my God, I like treasure. I'm going to go steal treasure. Yeah. Um, it's a different one to it, even though it kind of has the same, in terms of story, it has the same purpose. But because uh, then they start using it on the aliens, and there's kind of thing where you vaguely think they're gonna go gunpowder shouldn't be used because it's so explosive. But but they don't really like they semi yeah, dip they, into that. But, but don't then they really don't s- use that. They don't really. They're not. Well, like, they do. No, they use that to kill it at the end. They use it. They kill- actually use the two. They use the magnets and the black powder to kill the queen at the, the end. queen at the end um which is well I like the they threw the magnet in. That's good uh, that they spend the whole movie working out how to kill it and then they go for it aye um, but, but like they never they never really say anything about gunpowder that's like they never they never yeah. at any point really go yeah gunpowder's a bad idea guys let's not do it yeah um, yeah no everybody's fine everybody's fine in it everybody's everybody's fine in it uh, Spanish Carl Urban is kind of playing pretty similar character to who he plays in Game of Thrones yeah very similar which is probably why he was cast. I like their kind of teamwork together. Uh, I like the bit when they're using sound to attract the monsters in the fog. Yeah, that's really I thought cool. that was a really creative sequence. Like when they throw the axes together and the thing jumps at the axes and then they're like, ha ha, we surprised. And then they shoot it. Uh, and then the other one where you like, he shoots the axe with his arrow and then the thing jumps at that. And then they're like, ha, oh, we've got another axe. And they throw the axe at him. A lot of axe action. A lot of action. Did you get that iTunes guy? <laughs> I think from now on we should just pr- like address the iTunes guy. <laughs> That's our audience now. Uh-huh. Um, I want to talk about an editing, a bit of editing that really annoyed me. You'll, you'll appreciate this iTunes guy because you probably have to edit a few things. <laughs> um, it's in the beginning. When they first get attacked by the one, the scout creature, the thing that sets yes. it all off, they get attacked by that. So that scene confused me a lot because they don't give you a view of the area they're in. Yeah. You have no idea 
that they are sitting next to a giant chasm. Yeah, because he just seems to fall down this random thing. It's so bizarre. They never at any point show you that they, they are sitting next to this chasm. And then this thing shows up, Matt Damon chops his arm off, and then it falls down a chasm. And I didn't even pick up, like, what happened. Aye. I thought, like, it had dissolved. I thought it had, like, evaporated. But no, he fell down a chasm. It just happened so quickly, and I didn't know there was a chasm. So I didn't know that there was... That was the, the, it didn't even occur to me that that was what was happening. It just happened very quickly. And I didn't fully understand that that's what happened until later in the film when Matt Damon says, we cut off its hand and it fell down a chasm. <laughs> um, just a bad bit of editing. Aye. Show your location. Just give the audience a quick view of where you're at. And you're like, cool, I understand the things that can happen here. Away we go. That's why Green Room worked well, because they take time to establish the whole area before you get into the action. Aye. Um, no, I told you. It was just a bit of editing that really caught me off guard. And that whole opening scene is all shot in just close-ups of their faces as they talk to one another. You don't even really know who's sitting where Aye. or what's happening. It was just, I mean, it definitely was the only scene that was kind of like that. But when that started, I was like, oh, no. Like, this movie's two hours long. I can't sit through a fucking two hour long film that's going to be shot as inept as this. But it's not. It's actually shot pretty well. Well, it's well enough. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever get the visuals? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like I said, I thought the aliens still looked bad. They just they just stuck out very, like, very much so. Nothing kind of looked when they're fighting on the wall and stuff. Not, 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 other than the wall set itself. Nothing kind of looks Aye. real. Everything's very... The mountains are clearly CG'd and the aliens obviously are CG'd and it's just a big video game. Uh, but I liked some of the... Like, as silly as I thought the bungee jump stuff was, I liked that kind of construction. Uh, I liked the opening... One of the opening shots when they're riding up to the wall and then they all shoot the arrows around them and make like a circle around them. Aye. That was cool. And then they brought that back later with like the big ring of fire. Yeah, thing. but I looked bit like there was some um, the costumes were cool. Um, the uh, of the Chinese soldiers. There was a lot of female soldiers, which are halfway through the film. I was kind of um, well, no, sorry, the first battle they go in loads and loads of female soldiers, and I was like, was China that progressive? It just yeah. seemed pretty. Bizarre. But then it turns out it's like no, it's because it's they're... because they were lighter. Aye, so they were easier to. Th- throw off the building <laughs> attached to a bungee and jump that's rope. really iTunes guy why you want women in your life <laughs> you, everyone says get back to the kitchen get back no 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 don't get back to the edge of that wall we need you to be pushed off get, we need you to jump take it's a all, leap of faith on all me women are good and also this wall <laughs> I'm sorry to say that iTunes person I guess you know if, if China is gonna keep going this way of making these big mainstream films to be released in a more kind of western market it's a good trial run Aye. I just don't think yeah just some, just the whole kind of tone of it and this is probably I mean this fucking movie about fighting aliens on the Great Wall of China like of course it's nonsense but I definitely think they like it was a little bit too removed from my liking and I was like None of this just feels like a hundred percent. Like I, was... I don't think it fully commits either way, which is this problem. I don't like it. Doesn't stay realistic. 
because you could go monsters attacking the Great Wall of China isn't realistic, but like you could still keep it grounded. It doesn't stay grounded and it doesn't go all out silly. Yeah, like it, it stays halfway between and it doesn't quite resonate with either side. It doesn't. It like it's a bit. It's a bit strange in that sense. It doesn't quite work as any of those. I think it maybe is a little bit over over indulgent. Hmm. They've got all this money, so they just throw they throw like every fucking penny of it on screen, and it's just craziness. It's just crazy. I like the hot air balloons. Aye, kind of I cool I was I didn't realize it'd be a hot air balloon because they were like, oh, we because uh, to try and get to the capital, it's like the only way we'd be able to send get a there balloon is uh, if if we because uh, I was like, are they gonna have a flying contraption? Is this where this is going? Yeah. <clears throat> hot air balloons isn't too bad but like I was like are they actually gonna get but none of the tests have worked commander yeah. it's like no way have you got a plane have you got a plane have you got a plane in the great war of china that would have been <laughs> I'm glad it was balloons that's a bit more slightly more believable it's hard to fucking talk about believability when you it is hard to fathom that there is a wall that is 1700 miles long <laughs> 1700 as in 17... not 1700 miles it took fucking 1700 years to yeah. make sorry like, that's what I was about to say. It's just that's that's just a crazy, a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing that exists. What the oh. the thing that might be worth talking about is the what like the because we as I said, um, Matt Damon isn't playing an Asian person. He's playing a European yeah. person, which more fitting. But there's the whole white man comes in and saves the day. Do you think that film, this film, falls victim to that sort of thing? Like the idea that take a film like Avatar, where the Navi can't defend themselves, and to till a white man dressed as a Navi comes and leads the revolution. Um, because that's kind of, obviously that's a thing that in Hollywood, due to the fact it's white. Um, overall why that can happen a lot there's a lot of films where it's the white man who has to come along and help this per- these groups of minorities help about and they couldn't do it on their own unless the white man was here and a lot of films that do fall victim to that um, it's the other thing of the Great Wall of China um, the people talk about the Great Wall of China um, sorry the Great Wall is um, whether that film falls for that it is a little bit ridiculous that they go from oh we're going to kill these prisoners to just because these guys kill one monster on top of the wall and then like everybody loves them they walk into the great hall and everybody's cheering them and stuff and mm. it's like i don't know what, what, how do you like they were just defending themselves because they didn't want to die but they're heralded <laughs> as like these amazing heroes and it's like well they killed one you guys were all doing a much better job you were killing loads of them like that just felt odd to me that they would hold these two guys up on such a pedestal because they kill one monster. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind of silly. I don't know if it necessarily falls in that trap because he is... You know, I mean, he brings the magnet, but that's not like a... I have brought the magic thing that will save you. Like, hmm. they don't know that that's what the magnet's going to do. Um, I think it helps... kind the... of, you know, he he's just there for a lot of stuff like he's just helping them out do whatever like you know i mean it's even even the kind of final shot it's like she makes the the final shot 
at the queen not him i'm glad they did that because it was like when he's when he's making the shot you're like is it does it have to be matt damon who yeah. saves all of china the white man who comes and saves all of china does it have to be that um luckily she does i think it helps that they they're fighting before he they arrive before yeah. matt damon arrives that they are actually they're they're already fighting aliens they already have plans they have all these strategies yeah it's not matt damon's like have you ever thought of fighting back? Because like, <laughs> that, that would be the trick. What about this bungee jump idea? I guess the whole thing, like, Matt Damon has a impact on the plot, which is maybe why they had to have a whole him up as a hero and stuff, because they're uh, hopefully the people writing this were aware of that being a problem. You don't want to make it Matt Damon, the white man who comes in and saves all of China. Yeah. But they also you also have to make him important because he's the main star. So how do you make... Matt Damon important without making him the saviour yeah. so they had to kind of balance it and what ends up becoming kind of clunky reasons for the Europeans to stay around um, but I think at the end of the day if Matt Damon wasn't in this film they still like would have they China would have still character. been able to defend themselves yeah. so I feel like they managed to avoid that which was good because mm-hmm. that, that was the uh, aside from whitewashing that would be the other problem with putting Matt Damon in a um, uh, film about um, ancient China mm. no I thought they avoided it I definitely I yeah I definitely when, we, when I was like we should do the Great Wall I thought it would be like a lot more ridiculous because mm. watching that trailer you're like this looks so stupid but it's kind of mm. just so straightforward and not much really to say about it no it keeps it fairly simple Mm. like it has two major battles plus the climax battle and then just small moments of character development in between it doesn't it it isn't trying to be epic it doesn't Mm. very rarely leaves the location of the great war of china Mm. like it is kind of it just yeah it keeps it simple it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. It's kind of it feels very much it is what it is. As I say, it kind of more has a historical value more than it does like mm. a, an actual in film merit. It's interesting in its sort of production history. Rather yeah, than this is kind of the first of what could potentially be like a whole industry, a whole stream of yeah, kind of large big budget Chinese movies made uh. for a more Western. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Especially if they don't go the adaptions route. Or if their adaptions are just not stuff we're used to. China presents Power Rangers. Power Rangers, yeah. Saban's Power Rangers. That would. Because then they would be the originality that Hollywood would be competing with. Mm. Maybe end up making Hollywood be more original <laughs> in order to, to compete with them. That would be ridiculous. But that could that, that would be quite far down the line if it was. Um, no, the only as long as their shite's making money, then like they don't care how original it is. So. Um, they, yeah, I like on the the first battle, Matt Damon and Spanish Cobb and are tied up, and yet they can see every single component of the battle. And they yeah, react to I didn't everything. think that. I was like, because I remember when that scene ended, I was like, oh, it would have been kind of cooler if like we'd just been with them the whole time, and uh, they're like, what the fuck are they fighting? And then this thing comes over the wall, and it's like. Holy, Holy shit! shit. Like, it's been that would, that's, that monsters. sounds really interesting. Yeah, actually. but they can see everything. I like that. Um, that the just one of the Chinese soldiers like, oh, look, there is the queen, and then you're just like that far away. Yeah, what the fuck did you see? That? <laughs> it was very bizarre. Uh, they everybody can see pretty much everything. 
Um, yeah. No matter how far, no, how ma- no matter how big the Great Wall of China is, or how foggy it is. I, uh, the fog clears up when uh, when the mystery's gone. Yeah. Like once once that. they start attacking, the fog's like, ah, I'm out of here. I've, I've, uh, my role's my role's complete. Well, I guess that's what we have to say, isn't it? Hi. So I think we should take a, another moment for our iTunes guy. Um, how's it going? How how's are you your, doing, man? How's your day? Or a woman? Uh, how's your day? Um, are you is it before lunch? Are you looking forward to your sandwich? Is it after lunch? Are you looking forward to going home? <laughs> I really hope this is the one he hears. Uh, because I, I'm gonna be upset if it's not. I actually want. Like they, what this this sounds like buttering up so that you are officially um, put as iTunes official. Uh, not that. Hopefully, we're just about good enough sound quality that we pass. Yeah, that's I the, just, that's the main worry. Yeah. I I just um, just want to say we appreciate what you do because we you, really do. Man. You probably listen to you probably listen to so many podcasts that are like this is me and my friends and I think we're funny and we're doing Dungeons and Dragons here and I think we're funny. You probably listen to so much. Yeah, shit, shit, a lot of listen to you although if you are listening to this one i don't come across well <laughs> but honestly he's better he's good look scott dance for him quickly dance for the itunes guy um, um you can't see but i'm dancing <laughs> that's a hell of a dance i didn't even know necks could bend that way so it's quite the jig i so yeah itunes guy if i was to say i'd say it depends what kind of person you are if you're a movie person maybe i don't know if they specifies in categories whether he has to listen to all the ah, movie podcasts if you're a movie guy maybe worth checking out great no because what if he really likes the great wall and we're like it's not very good and then he's like I f- fuck you guys. i really don't think it's not i'm uh, not very good i think it is what it is i think it very much is what it is um yeah. so don't worry about it that's I, it because filmmaking wise it's not really there's no major other than that one bit that really annoyed me editing wise there's not really any kind of big like everything kind of goes where you expect it to structurally uh, like if you like a, an action film itunes guy if you like a a, a genre flick if you if um like you're not too fussed about chinese history accuracy and stuff i'd say check the, it out the great wall yeah, yeah go go see it man maybe you'll have a great maybe wait time. maybe wait to see it on netflix I feel like it'll make a great Netflix. Netflix, I make. I think it'll make a great Netflix film. So wait till it's on Netflix. Go into your recently added. Wait, 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 wait. Now wait, wait. Now watch it. Maybe wait till it's done in the cinema. Alright, then go see it on Netflix. Then check out. Cool. Um, sorry, I've been ill. (laughs) (laughs) I apologise for that. Definitely, I've had a hard time articulating my thoughts. But next episode, I'll be back to it. He promises. I'll be the great... Are you about to give a hint to our next episode? <laughs> oh, we don't know what our next episode is. <laughs> don't spoil the magic. Uh, let's just pick something that's in this room. Our next episode is on Bavarian Sound Studio. Ooh, ooh. That'll really fuck ooh. people's minds. That'd be a hard movie to review. <laughs> Um, cool yeah good times <laughs> dead air uh, uh, we just want we want to just say we love you iTunes guy and yeah eat your JK Simmons eat your JK Simmons yeah that's the one <laughs> sorry I'm not going to be
Because in one of the last episodes, I got it wrong and I said it your stupid way. JK M&M's. Oh, that's wrong. JK Simmons. We're going to go watch John Wick 2 now. Yeah. But there won't be an episode on that. <laughs> but you can imagine what we thought. Let's pretend. Should we, should we review John Wick 2 now? Should yeah, you... let's review John Wick 2 right now. In the last few minutes. What did you think of John Wick 2? I uh, thought it was uh, um, it was good. Not as good as the first one. You know I, I, I uh, think that uh, the action is of course on point. Uh, Keanu Reeves can pretty much karate chop anyone in half now. He's that been through that much training. Yeah. I really was surprised that um, Jaws had a cameo in it. That was I, weird. I, that was strange. I, I thought that, that you know, because the first movie, they kill his dog. They kill uh, his puppy, and he's quite upset by that. Yeah. In the second movie, they kill his shark. <laughs> you like, don't go there. You don't see kill with a shark, first of all. Um, I thought it was a very strange choice to have John Wick drive a DeLorean. Mm. Yeah, it was a bit... But then that was good because then you got the, the Jurassic scenes. Oh yeah, which was good. Without I, the DeLorean, there would be no uh, there would be no raptor chase. Aye, there would be no kung fu confrontation with a T Rex. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? I, it's worth it for the kung fu T Rex confrontation. Yeah. What did you think about the fifteen minute long masturbation scene? <laughs> do you know what? I think it worked. I just felt it was too long. I, 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 <laughs> I just felt like no, after a four minutes, I was like, I was uh, okay. even halfway through. I was like, I wonder where this is going. I wonder where this is going. I don't understand. Um, it was weird that the last ten minutes was just a remake of I Am Legend. Which is weird. In ten minutes, yeah, <laughs> we're just weird. With Will Smith. Keanu Reeves just sort of disappears. Keanu Reeves would make a good I Am Legend. Aye. Uh, Just an all-round. Starts off pretty straightforward. Starts off very similar to the first one. Then they kill his shark. (laughs) And you're like, okay, what? (laughs) And then, you know, they they don't steal his... They they trash his car. His car's a DeLorean, but it still drives. And he has to go back in time (laughs) to fight... No, presumably he has two DeLoreans. <laughs> and they he, they steal one, and so he has to steal it and travel through time to fight yeah. people. But they, they've mind-controlled dinosaurs. Somewhere in there, there's a 15-minute long <laughs> masturbation scene. I don't necessarily know to what or who, but it's happening. Hmm. And then it all, it all ends. It all ends in... Hmm. I think it's it's a 10 minute like because I think the point was it was a 10 minute remake of I'm Legend but Keanu that Reeves, was it the he's, I Am Legend he's, he's in the background of all of it watching it happen because he tra- he has to wait till Will Smith dies so the last 10 minutes is him watching I Am Legend but in but it, in, 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 in I Am Legend film. okay like, but then he, what does he do when Will Smith dies replaces him he replaces him yeah then he has to be Will Smith from that point on Jinky, does he put on blackface? Is that the post credit scene? <laughs> Did you not watch the post credit scene? No, he didn't stick around. Oh, uh, he, he put blackface on. <laughs> it so went that, to some strange places. So that was John Wick 2. <laughs> Two episodes in one, Danny. How many times have you done that? Uh, I'm going to call this episode... I'm going to call it episode 10, The Great Wall slash John Wick 2. <laughs> and I'm going to trick people into thinking that we reviewed John Wick 2. <laughs> So, if you were surprised, iTunes guys, by our review of John Wick, <laughs> iTunes guys was probably getting the iTunes guy was probably getting right to the end. He's like, "When are they going to review John Wick 2? If we were like winded up and ready to, we even said, "Eat your J.K. Eat Simmons." Your J.K. Simmons, yeah. <laughs> and we we're like, "By the way, we reviewed John Wick two. 
2. Alright. That was... Uh, yeah, John Wick 2 was a good film. Yeah. Cool. John Wick 2, John Harder. <laughs> they say lightning doesn't strike twice. And they, they were right because lightning doesn't strike twice. But it does. But sometimes John McClane ends up in similar situations a few times. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, eat your fucking, yeah, eat your J.K. Simmons. I promise I'll be better next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>